This podcast was made possible because of the good people at patreon.com slash TV. Check out the DuckFee Patreon for early access to episodes, voting to see what games Gary and Cole are going to cover, early access. I think I've already mentioned that twice, but there's just all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, go check it out, and thank you for listening. Bye. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where Gary and I talk about the X-Men, the animated series, and uh, we're back with two episodes. I don't even know the, what I don't uh, even you, know what to call these. <laughs> there's there's certainly episodes of, of a program. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, these are these are some weird ones. They are. Uh, and and I, I think that both these episodes uh, that we're covering today, which are uh, Family Ties and The Lotus and the Steel, uh, I think Family Ties seems like it's going to be cooler than it than it is, and then ends up sucking. And The Lotus and the Steel ends ends up looking like it's going to be shittier than it is, and ends up like being mediocre. Yeah, so they, they both kind it, of take two extremes and put them in the middle. I, I gotta say, like I, I I preferred The Lotus and the Steel just because it's so fucking bonkers. What what happens in it. Like if you just told somebody this happened in real life, they, they would be like, excuse me, what are you talking about? <laughs> none of these, it's, none it's of these a things real weird, exist. <laughs> yeah. It is a super weird plot. And I'm on, I feel like with this show, we are on like a Wolverine ascendancy. Like Wolverine has been so good for the last few episodes and will continue to be good for a while. And I'm, I'm into him having this weird, uh, this, this weird little vacation. To go do chores in Japan, which is like what his his main vacation thing is like. Either do chores for for Inuit people or do chores. He he just wants to go do chores. Yeah. Um. Well, we will we will get to it. But these these episodes both end up being pretty mediocre, um, but coming from different sides because the first one is a Magneto episode, which usually you know I think that signals quality in the show. It usually does, except this time. <laughs> it usually does. Yeah, this time this time we get something other than quality. And uh this is all all the bonkers ass shit we're going to talk about in that episode is like actual comic stuff. Mhm. Um and that's that's something else. Like you know, let's say the Avengers <clears throat> cinematic universe decided not to kill Scarlet Witch, like they would at some point have to, you know, or uh, Quicksilver, they have to at some point because you can't deal with this kind of backstory. No, not at all. Like, like, the, I, like the, I like those characters. I always forget that they were raised by human cow hybrid <laughs> on a mountain, magical like, mountain named Bova. <laughs> Gary, it's yeah, her Bova. name is Bova. I mean, I know we joked about <laughs> like, this already in the last yeah, episode, but wow. <laughs> Do you think that the people just started as like an act of violence started calling her Bova, and like at, at first, like for the first five years, she's like it's it's Linda. You know, and then eventually she's just like, okay, Bova it is. Her uh, her yeah. real name is Esmeralda Michael Bolton, but they just call her Bova for short, which was just the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and she was also named 
by the by that shitty He-Man villain that's the yeah. villain of that episode mm-hmm. too. So it's like mm-hmm. what a dickhead name too. Like I it's like it's like my name um my Final Fantasy one character is like stab and heal. Uh, just to remember <laughs> what they do. <laughs> you know, it's like just trying to keep them straight. <laughs> I am the chosen undead. Call me I'm gonna look yeah. at the palm of my hand. Uh Balder Side Sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they call they call me Slash. Um so let's let's uh, let's get it. Well how how are you doing, Jeremy? I'm doing really well. Uh, life is good. I can't really complain. We're um we're about to start like a major remodeling project in my house. So Have, didn't uh, you just fucking finish one of those, man? Yeah, I know. It's been, <laughs> it's been ongoing process. We we finished the uh, my office, my my recording studio, the stew, mm. if you will. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that reminds me of some someone that somebody wrote in that I'll, I'll need to tell you after this podcast. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but now we're doing the uh, master bathroom and the hallway bathroom, and I'm very excited about that. Can so. can you uh, like shouldn't piss in the master bathroom, or is it just for masturbating? It's just it's like, just why is it called that? Okay, uh, it's just because it's connected to the master bedroom. Oh, well, what is that for? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I make my kids. <laughs> 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 Do a little little uh, one-on-one, you know, pair pair masturbating. I don't know if you, kids happen. if you ever watched that uh, MTV's Cribs, but that was actually like a line from I don't I don't remember who it was. It had to be like Ludacris or like Exhibit or something. <laughs> but he literally was like showing, was like, "Come on, MTV, you can see my house." And he r- goes into his uh, bedroom yeah. and points at his bed. This is where I make my kids. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, <laughs> that's great. Um, <clears throat> It's usually not the most noteworthy part of sex, but it's you know, uh, that, that you want you want to brag to MTV about. It's weird that you would that it would come from the bed, like that you think that that would be interesting because people have been having sex on just anything for time immemorial. Oh sure, like <laughs> so, yeah, they have a couple of kitchen kids, you know, if you're John Wool or or, or Ludacris or what have you. Kitchen kids, you know, oh that sounds <laughs> yeah, so bad. A couple, people that like whatever you know, like the kid, like that's what they make kitchen islands for. <laughs> you know, and then if you if you have sex on them, it feels like you're having sex at a tropical paradise. That's why. Uh, that's that explains a lot about that girl that I used to date, who's named is Alexis. I guess that's probably where she. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexis, order me. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. <clears throat> well, let's so, uh, let's get into it here. Let's let's get into this actual show, so I don't start talking about yeah. bathroom remodeling projects. Oh yeah, no, this, <laughs> don't bore everyone with your home ownership stuff man like that that is like no i'm not trying to say you specifically but all my mm-hmm. friends who own homes uh got i would say probably like and this doesn't sound like a lot but i feel like probably literally without exaggeration about five percent more boring as soon as they had a house because they're they started talking about like washers and dryers and shit oh yeah dude it's, uh, it's insane other, like, seriously I could put this entire podcast audience to sleep right now. Like I, I spent a good hour <laughs> at a place called Southern Kitchen picking out like fixtures, like d- debating over the merits of one faucet versus another. <laughs> it's like, it's like it turns everybody into like the engineers behind Apple, where like they have to look at iOS upgrades. Where it's like you know the, this app now has beveled en- edges as opposed to square edges. This keyboard has uh, you know rounded edges as opposed to hexagonal edges. Like. It makes everybody concerned with minutia that doesn't matter. And like my my buddy who owned a house, I went and visited him, and then the next day he had like his first like inaugural kind of barbecue mm-hmm. at the house, which was very fun. And like you know, we had grilled food, and it, it was nice. But also, it meant that like I had to hear about. Uh, he bought this like washer and jar- dryer, <laughs> um, and I had to hear about it and hear him tell it to like sixty know, different know, like, people, 10, 12. yeah. Yeah, ten, you know, you know, ten, twelve different times during that night, and that's just when I happened to be nearby. 
you know, to hear him talk about this washer and dryer. And I just wanted to like pull him aside and be like, my friend, I'm not gonna let you do this. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, like, nobody, nobody nobody cares except for the people at houses were like, oh yeah, like, where'd you get that? Like, it is a thing. Does it alert you? Does it automatically unlock the front door for you? Who's your service provider? (laughs) People just got, you know, once you have a house, you just become very interested and, and that kind of stuff. And just to the rest of the world, just letting you know while you're on the other side, the rest of the world doesn't work. You know? Yeah, that's uh, why um, couples can't be friends with single people. You know, homeowners cannot oh, yeah. be, be friends with uh, apartment dwellers. Like, it just doesn't work. They're basically fundamentally incompatible with one another. It's extremely <laughs> difficult. You know, you end up, like, talking about, like, my, my buddy who has a house, who's owned a house longer than, like, anyone I know. Uh, like, every time I come over there, like, I, at some point I had to be like, okay, you know, and then just, just like, like direct the conversation somewhere else, like very, very intentionally because I'm being shown <laughs> work he wants to do around the house. It's like, um, giving yourself, uh, like another job or giving yourself a hobby. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, it's I, like an involuntary hobby. Like I've, I'm, um, yeah. I'm very excited for, uh, my little Christmas break that I'm going to get this year because it's going to give me the opportunity to clean out the garage and build a shelving system. That's how I <laughs> <laughs> and Gary, I'm telling that story and like you can hear the smile on my face. I'm sure it's coming through the mic. Like I am genuinely excited about it. This is not a goof. <laughs> this is not a goof. I wanted to do it over um <clears throat> the Labor Day break, but Autumn was like, No, let's 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 go have fun instead. Let's not spend all week weekend dealing with this bullshit. And I was like, Okay, fine, but I'm definitely doing it for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, you know, it's all, all well and good. Whereas me and my fellow apartment dwellers are going to throw water balloons full of mustard off the overpass. That's what we're doing this Christmas break because we got apartments, motherfucker, and we're badass. <laughs> Did you just expose yourself as a member of the notorious gang, the mustard throwers? <laughs> we're the mustard men. We all rent and we love to throw mustard. Those are the two things we <laughs> You live in uh, you live in Portland, so you have to be throw, filling up those uh, those balloons with Dijon mustard because you know you got to keep the yeah, quality it's, high. <laughs> it's, it's really Dijon it's really, mustard. Well, most of the work is creating the mustard from scratch and then rendering the balloons. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a real like it's a real week long process. Uh, let's turn uh, this into X Men because I could do this yeah, family, all day. <laughs> family uh, family dies. <clears throat> That's what it's called, Family Ties. Uh, X-Factor's Quicksilver and his sister, the Avenger called Scarlet Witch, seek revenge against Magneto when they learn that he was responsible for their birth mother's death. But the trio is, trio is unaware of the common bond between them, nor the purposes of a mysterious man who brought them all together. See, that doesn't sound cool. It sounds like a pretty good premise. Uh, and yeah. I, I, I like that we get like a brief glimpse into X-Factor, like again, because they yeah. showed up in that one episode. So like... Forge giving orders to Quicksilver or whatever while Quicksilver sits in his like HQ. Is yeah, Quicksilver is the Jubilee of, of X Factor, is what we're getting from this. He was the Gambit. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> no, that's got to be uh, Madrox. Oh, absolutely. Just, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Quicksilver's hanging out in, in that pod, um, kind of just reporting into Forge that everything's okay on their base, I suppose. And Scarlet Witch interrupts. It says, Father, uh, Father's in trouble. And, you know, Quicksilver's like, oh, I told you never to use the. The X Factor emergency line. Um, <laughs> he said, "She said, bitch, they, I'm an Avenger. Fuck off with your X Factor yeah. line. <laughs> You're a little mini superhero team. Do you see this um, A on my chest? Do you think that it stands for on hold calling? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's uh, so, so uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver gets into action here. 
Yeah, he um and, because he's the fastest man alive, he immediately jumps into a jet and flies somewhere <laughs> wherever Scarlet Witch is. It's really it's fascinating to me watching the show like when they decide to use their powers for transportation versus not use their powers for transportation. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Every once in a while you'll have Rogue like sitting on the wing of a plane, but other times you'll just have her like getting into a car like a person. Or flying to um, Scotland. <laughs> like yeah, or sometimes just like landing in Scotland in the air, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it reminds me of toys whenever they'd have like the Flash or Quicksilver. Um, they have the line of toys where they all have a vehicle and they have like the flash and maybe like a cargo van with like flash symbols and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> the flash doesn't drive that fucking cargo van. In case the flash um, needs to help his buddy move, he's going to get a cargo <laughs> van. <laughs> it's, a, it's a side gig. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, he gets in the jet to go see his sister. Um, we get to their, their father. Um, and this is their, their, their wizard father. Um, on his deathbed and says like, Hey, I'm not your real dad. I'm not your bio dad. Um, yeah. This is just some rando, but he says, you know, some, some woman was delivered these two babies to our front door and we, and we did not ask questions. And you can like, as it's playing in the flashback, he's not describing her as like a cow person, but she is 100% a cow person. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Jared, I was not expecting a cow person to be delivering these babies. At a flashback. Like that, that's like the noteworthy part of all this, that they are really, you know, like nobody stops to question that they're human cow hybrids. <laughs> Uh, in this you, whole episode. Where did you come from? Who are you? <laughs> we, As the show gets further in, one thing that I've like legit noticed, and I, t- I talked about this a little bit, I think, last episode, but like, it gets more and more incomprehensible to people who don't know the comics, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I can't watch it through that lens, but like, I feel like the early episodes, they, they go to the premise of like, the, the trouble of setting things up. And now they no longer set things up. So like, this just, just, you just accept, like, not only do they not reintroduce who Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch even are uh, <laughs> no, in this. They just expect you to know. <laughs> yeah, Scarlet Witch has never appeared in this show. Um, <laughs> Quicksilver, who <laughs> was there for one episode. <laughs> Once. Yeah, one episode. Not only that, but it's like, they're just like, they, oh, they're human, you know, Wonder Mountain is just an accepted thing. And these human animal hybrids are just an accepted thing. Um, very, very strange. So yeah, their dad dies after delivering this information. In our next scene, uh, Magneto just shows up in Xavier's bedroom, having yeah, <laughs> having snuck past all the security in, in, in the X Mansion. Which Magneto, if you could if you could have done that <laughs> before now, uh, my favorite uh, scene in this though is uh, Wolverine <laughs> is is the one on duty, and Xavier of course asks, and, and Magneto kind of points to a security camera, and Wolverine is just sitting in the chair being electrocuted constantly. <laughs> And Xavier just is like, oh ah, shit, just flips that motherfucker so off and just has a conversation. It's so, it's so good. Oh, uh, God, like, I was laughing at this note. It's like setting Wolverine to electrocute. <laughs> that is the setting they put Wolverine on. He's like in a chair, just being zapped for eternity. Um, uh, it is, I, it know, is really poor, good. Poor Wolverine. And, and Xavier just d- gives no fucks. He just literally turns the fucking TV off <laughs> and has a conversation well, with Magneto. Well, guess that. Yeah. Guess he's There's done. I can do. One less car yeah. I got to buy this year. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Sabretooth is doing anything. Like, hurt <laughs> that guy. Um, it is. It literally happens on a TV. Like, it is very, very good. Uh, like, it, like there's a channel uh, for it. <laughs> just turn on the, the Eternal Torment channel. Um, oh man, <clears throat> is uh is this so, Spagnuolo's uh, new voice actor? Like, does he is he different? Because he sounds much different. I, he sounds like he's going between accents for some reason. Got it during the episode. I, did, I didn't really 
didn't really notice. And, and to let everyone know, we were intending to record this earlier and, and didn't. So mm-hmm. it, I mean, I didn't re- get a chance to rewatch these before we recorded this time. I watched them a couple of weeks ago and don't remember that, that level of detail. If so, it's a bummer because I like Wolverine or I like uh, Magneto's voice actor. Yeah. Um, but you notice it, so it can't be that much of a bummer. Sure. Um, Magneto is here is to tell Charles, like, hey, the reason why I infiltrated your... <laughs> you also could have just called, dude. Like, the reason why... like Anything I... <laughs> besides electrocute Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I infiltrated your security and set your your uh, your bodyguard to electrocute um, is because, hey, like, my wife might be alive. Uh, Xavier, and, and to, you know, whenever they show their friendship, I really like this, uh, Xavier realizes that's serious shit. Like mm-hmm. Xavier's just like, oh, well, I understand, you know, why you have to do this. You realize this might be a trap. Manio says, like, of course it's a trap. You know, I don't, I don't care if it's a trap. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, if there's any chance she's still alive, I got to go for it. Um, and, and everybody gets, you know, gets each other. Xavier gets this. Yeah. Which I really and, appreciate. And, and it, which, which is nice. Like, it's nice that they could put away, but aside their differences of global terrorism and talk about yeah. his ex-wife. <laughs> the, the different approaches to global terrorism that they would want to take. <laughs> Hey guys, you know, do you know there's still mutants and chains in, in Genosha, right? I just want to bring that up again. <laughs> I'm feeling like fucking Bernie Sanders over here trying to get a point across. <laughs> CNN, just listen to me once, just for 10 minutes. Um, yeah, so they kind of, Xavier decides to help him and Wolverine comes in and Wolverine is very, very not happy about all of this. Well, he, he, he yells, I mean, having just been electrocuted by Magneto, he yeah. maybe just, you know, justifiably distrust Magneto a little bit. Well, yeah, and just, like, their entire history. You know, like, Wolverine is the voice of reason. You know, continuing his all-star status for, like, most of this, this season. Um, you know, just like, hey, like, this guy also tries to fuck shit up. Um, so he's going to follow Magneto, and Xavier kind of sends him to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, Xavier is on board with his, you know, following Magneto. He doesn't sneak off. It's like, hey, make sure he's safe. You know, so it puts Wolverine in this weird situation where Wolverine is kind of like a bodyguard for Magneto uh, during this episode. Yeah, and, and he's the only X Men who really is like in it very much until kind of the end. But it's mostly like Wolverine and like the Mag- the Magneto children, the Magneto family. Yeah, this is going to be pretty much it until we get to where we're just about to meet the High Evolutionary, um, a oh villain that I don't, I don't really know a lot about from the comics, uh, <laughs> but whose whole steed seems to be uh, building weird creatures and populating like this little area in. <laughs> Wondergo? Wonderfall? What, what, what was the Wonder, name Wondergore. Wondergore. Wondergore Mountains, which is based on, like, I think a real, a real mythological place. Okay. Or, or some kind of real place. Like, some of the stuff that happens in Wondergore Mountains uh, is just like Chris Claremont being a dorky European folklore buff kind of thing. So this is, this is all based on real folklore. It doesn't make it any more cool, though. You know, at all. Like, like heaven forfend anyone think that, like, just because it's based in real life, this is a cool location. Um, it is pretty silly. And the way we're introduced to the High Evolutionary, so, like, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch arrive um, at the highest point of Wondergore Mountain to look for, for their cow woman uh, midwife, Boba. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they're greeted by the High Evolutionary, who, like, is kind of acting like a doorman. Here, like, you know, we, we find out he's the villain of this, and he is an X-Men villain, um, and, like, Avengers villain, whose thing is, like, messing around with evolution and genetics. Yeah. Um, but I, I've always hated his design. I think the high evolutionary looks really bad. I think he looks like a He-Man villain a little bit to me, without the body proportions, but, like, he, he looks very much He-Man like villain a, armor. 
a design dictated by plastic toys that somebody was creating. <laughs> like we have, yes. we have we have extra purple chest. What can we do with it? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> give it to the high evolutionary, which is like such a, a dumb name. And with this whole thing where he's just like, you know, I think you're spies. Um, we need to to let you in. And there's this whole like what felt like a couple minute long scene of them verifying Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's identity. Yeah. That's like a real weird a, pacing. Using a DNA thing that doesn't, and that never comes up again. Like you would assume that he could just tell because nobody else would wear Quicksilver's outfit on earth. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, or, or just like you already let them in and, and stuff. Like it is a weird, like why there's the security at, at Wondergore mountain. Like he's the governing body, but he's also answering the door. You know, there, there's a lot just kind of, it's it's pretty hard to understand what the day-to-day of Wondergore Mountain is. Um, but they, they get cleared, and you, you, it feels like Bova's running the shots. Like, they get, you know, they meet Bova uh, there, who is a cow woman who's just, like, straight up talking to them, and they don't blink about this. And Bova, <laughs> you know, knew, knew their mom, but not their dad. Um, their mom was on the run from a crazy mutant, had the kids, and then died uh, because of winter weather from, like, exposure. Yeah. Or something like that. And uh, I think I have in here that Bova says that Magneto is their father, but that's actually wrong. I, I wrote that note down incorrectly. Yeah. It's actually, they just say that Magneto is the one that was responsible for, it was the crazy mutant that she was on the run, run from. Yes. And they, they kind of presume that she died from, from him, but they don't know. They don't really know. I said exposure, but that's not what it is. I don't so wanna, they think um, that it's Magneto. I don't want to derail us too much, Gary, but uh, mm-hmm. can I read you a sentence from the Wondergore Mountain Wikipedia? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> As for Man Beast, he created new men of his own to terrorize the world called Counter Earth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the high evolutionary's ally, Adam Warlock, devolved all of these new men on Counter Earth back to their original forms. <laughs> oh, what yeah. a, what what comic did this stuff take place in? I, I had no idea what. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, this may be a Thor comic or something. Is what they have. Reference. Yeah, this this is this is disappointing. <laughs> this like, is really bad. It, lo- it looks like uh, the references. It's like they're in lots of stuff. So there's Thor. There's Fantastic Four. They ended up in in lots of stuff. So it's only really tied to the X Men through Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, this is mostly like you know general Marvel universe, like kind of Avengers stank. But yeah, so. <laughs> the Man Beast created the new men. Which is which is my new documentary on VH1 behind the music. He, he sure did. The other connection too is that like High Evolutionary uh, ends up being involved somehow with Mister Sinister because they they do yeah. similar stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fe- fe- um, I feel like they would have met on like a similar message board at some point. Uh, just to- yeah, exactly on R slash genetics. R slash genetics. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, they find out the, DNA. <laughs> they find out the story about their, about their mom having been killed by Magneto and, um, and high evolutionary basically tells them like, yeah, we know exactly where he's going to be. We, we could just take you to him right now. <laughs> and like all of his weird, uh, like dog soldier guys, dog warrior guys, like just show up and like, okay, let's go to the cemetery or whatever. <laughs> I think that those guys might be called the Knights of Wonder Gore. I know the Knights sure. of Wonder Gore thing, and I think it is like human animal hybrid knights. Uh, <laughs> Good, because they are wearing like the, those like shitty costumes, right? If I recall. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. It's it's not good. None of this yeah, has been good. <laughs> so uh, Magneto shows up to the cemetery and finds like who believes to be Magda, you know, who is is his ex wife, uh, who won't reveal uh, <laughs> her face, but has his like huge bulky form. 
and then turns out to be like a cow woman in a robe. Sure. Uh, reveals herself to another cow human hybrid. Not again, um, says Magneto. You got me again. He's <laughs> happy. I keep getting cowfished. Like, um, <laughs> the, uh, so the plan here, so Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch show up and they're like, their idea is to get revenge uh, here against Magneto. Because uh, they think, you know, it is. And this whole time Wolverine is, uh, like, just kind of watching from the side of the cemetery. Like, kind of creeping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, during the during this fight with the, uh, you know, the, the dog soldiers, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Magneto uh, here. And, like, it's okay. I, I, would, I like seeing Quicksilver's powers in action. Um, but I expected a little bit more from this fight. Yeah, the, I, I didn't really know what to expect from this fight. I, I do like that uh, Wolverine says, You ought to see it, Hank. It's the blasted island of Dr. Moreau. I just have to assume that Beast taught him that reference and didn't actually teach him anything <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. it is, Wolverine just asked to, to, to read the, the book with the animal man. Mm-hmm. Again, like, can you read me the animal man story, Beast? And, and Beast reads to him at night. <laughs> Wolverine all crying at the end of Charlotte's Web. <laughs> uh, and truly they were. Little so women. So of course, like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch with the the Knights of Wonder Gore. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I can't believe I just said I, that out loud. Um, the KOW, I guess, is what you would call them. Uh, they uh, they kind of they 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 win. Like they attack Magneto and they they're able to restrain him. And um, that of course means that the the Knights of Wonder Gore then turn on Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, you know because that's what they're there to do is capture all three of these. Surprise, yes. a guy named the High Evolutionary is a bad guy. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. His plan is so stupid. Like, we'll, we'll get to it, but like, oh, yeah. his plan is so, so It's ridiculous. so stupid that I'm hoping that I, I wrote it down in my notes because I don't remember because <laughs> it's been a I, I, I remember it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it, is, it is real silly. So, of course, they didn't count on Wolverine uh, there. So, Wolverine uh, kind of attacks the, the group um, a little bit more fight, and Magneto gets loose in this. Um, and Magneto, you know, they're winning the fight at this point because you don't fuck around with Magneto. But then someone gasses them and they all pass out. So, yep. I don't know why they didn't just gas everybody in the first place, but but here we are. Seems like a way easier thing to do if you could have just gassed Magneto without involving Quicksilver, or, or just gas Quicksilver yeah. and Scarlet Witch way back when you put their when they gave you some of their DNA without yeah. question. And then 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 have your your like your your cow wife. Uh, in the cemetery, just like open a briefcase full of gas on Magneto or something. Like <laughs> she's my cow, Mister Scary. Please, yeah, <laughs> your weekend cow, <laughs> cow piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish that that was the canon that Magneto had sex with a cow, and that's how all this happened. <laughs> that's how yeah, Quicksilver just, came to life. No wonder yeah, he's so fucked up. Scarlet Witch, and, and like he was just as indignant and like haughty about it as he is about everything. It's like, don't knock it, Charles. You know, I love her, Charles. I love her, <laughs> Charles. Just because my wife lacks proposable thumbs doesn't make her any less. You sound like a human. She's smarter um, than the average human, Charles. <laughs> Ghost human cow mutant. Um, the cow um, really skips a generation of this family. That's how the Scarlet Witches look normal. Humans. And that's why uh, that's why Avengers disassembled happened is because when Scarlet Witch had her kids, they were human cow hybrids. Mm-hmm. And no she couldn't handle cows, them. and the beef industry yeah, no collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so Xavier and Beast show up. They're, they're like tracking Wolverine because this is like a thing that happens a lot in the show too, where they send one person to go do something and then kind of arbitrarily decide to send the rest of the team in. Yeah, it's, they're doing it more and more um, in these later episodes where they just divide up the teams for 
like and the and the ones that just got finished watching for cheapness. Right? Yeah, just I, I think just to, so they don't have to animate people all at the same time, <laughs> or yeah. like remember who's in a scene wearing what outfit. Come up with stuff for them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Xavier and Beast are, are getting the Blackbird because they they no longer have contact with Wolverine, so they're gonna they're gonna show up. And they meet Magneto, and Magneto explains Wondergore Mountain, uh, essentially. Magical mountain where, like, you know, there are these human uh, animal hybrids because of this thing called the High Evolutionary. I don't know if he names the High Evolutionary, but my understanding is, like, I don't know that Wondergore Mountain is special other than that the, the High Evolutionary is there creating monsters. Yeah, I think by all it's it's kind of like a savage land situation except yeah. the high high evolutionary is is the one that's like causing it to be a fertile valley as opposed to just a desolate, you know, place. Um Yeah. Which I guess everywhere in Trisnia is. I just found out that Wintercourt yeah. Mountain is in Trisnia. Is, is it Trisnia or Tra- I thought it was Transia. Tomato, tomato, dog. I don't know. Yeah, it, is, it doesn't matter. It's, it's a made-up uh, Marvel Universe country. So we find out that we switch over to the High Evolutionary and we learn his plan. Um, which is just to keep doing what he's doing, but do it quicker. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have... He doesn't need them in order to, like, make... Uh, experiments in genetics and make human animal hybrids because he's been doing that, you know, since Bova, since like, you know, Scarlet Witch and, and, and Quicksilver were kids. So like at least like 40 years. So, he, so he's been doing this for a long time. Um, he just wants them to do it quicker. And like literally what he wants Quicksilver there for is to like do the assembly line stuff faster. He's just trying to make the, the <laughs> Magneto family like workers. It's such uh, Scarlet a Scarlet Witch plan. will change the probability, you know. Quicksilver will like move the pans quicker, and then Magneto will also probably move the pans quicker. Yeah, Magneto is uh, in a QA, so he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fuck every cow human hybrid <laughs> to make sure that it's breedable. <laughs> it's my cross to bear, Charles. <laughs> it's what I, it's I accept it. With, I accept it with dignity. Um, <laughs> the uh, so it is his plan is extremely dumb. Like it is one of the dumbest plans that we've had on the show. Uh, you know, not, not quite purple man dumb, but like pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's the one who just kind of drops like, hey, Magneto is your real dad. Uh, and Quicksilver freaks out because, of course, he can't accept that because he thinks Magneto killed his mom. And also Magneto is a, a huge villain. Yes. And he's not only a good guy in this in this timeline. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> he's at least working yeah. for one of the terrorist organizations that has the government's blessing yeah, at, so. at any given time. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. yeah, this is also where High Evolution puts Wolverine into a, to some weird chamber and like evolutionizes him to be Wolfman from that Jack yeah, Nicholson he's, movie. He, he, <laughs> Jack Nicholson's wolf. It turns him into a, uh, a werewolf kind of creature. Yeah, with with um, metal claws, I should add. So. Yeah, so he's yeah, still still Wolverine, but kind of a Wolverine wolf hybrid character uh, they created that that. There is an action figure of like you can you can find an action figure of this guy, which is real weird. Um, so uh, Xavier and B show up and they're like, okay, well we're going to attack the Citadel, help everybody out. Like, where are the rest of your X Men? Like, you're literally <laughs> your best X Men has been compromised, and now you are just uh, planning an assault with the the guy who is in a wheelchair and then Beast. Like, so weird. It's it's really weird. Like you didn't want to bring Gambit or the Weather Witch or your super strong rogue or Cyclops yeah. that shoots I beams or li- literally anybody that's more useful than than Xavier who is 
Again, he's he's not the, he's not the greatest telepath on Earth. He's the strongest telepath yeah. on Earth. Yeah, strong, strongest <laughs> telepath on Earth. And then just be used to his like, you know, uh, can do stuff that is entirely overshadowed by Rogue. Um, and just like, why not both? You know, bring bring an assault force here if you're you afraid Wolverine's been compromised. Like, what a slap in the dick to Wolverine. You know, you just <laughs> you just bring the the B team when I get kidnapped. <laughs> we bring the entire team when Gene gets kidnapped. Like the fuck you know how many times i've saved that cajun god damn it yeah. Charles! <laughs> <laughs> like what is he doing you know um so so pretty pretty ridiculous i feel like we hopefully we have at least one more gambit episode like left in the in the in the sack because we he hasn't done very much he does a lot during the christmas thing but, i was about to say the christmas you know, episode he he really <laughs> that is a highlight shines. yeah that, that um, b plot is extremely good whew, but man it's some of my favorite shit in the world yeah. uh let's just talk about that let's end this <laughs> talk about <Yeah>. that <laughs> just switch over cut to christmas um so Xavier so, and B show up and then like there's this huge fight because all of these knights of Wondergore fly around on like flying robot bird things. Or like, like they're flying robot horse things too that, that seem like they're the same things that uh the Age of Apocalypse, like the horsemen have. Yeah, yeah, it's really they're strange. The same technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I guess may be a reason that Sinister him and Sinister hang out because they all they all they all <laughs> buy their robotic horses from Sinister, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Uh um so, so Magneto finds out what happened uh, to the to the twins initially that he there was kidnapped. He finds out that there is kids here. At the, I think at this point, and now he becomes very mad and says like, "Well, now I'm actually mad. I'm gonna take this seriously," and just breaks out of his his chains. There, um, does Mag- does that seem consistent with Magneto's characterization that he would just allow himself to be captured until he gets it, mad enough to escape? Absolutely not. Like that's a scene. Like it yeah. seems like he he's usually so haughty and arrogant about this stuff, and much more of a like your chains cannot possibly hold me type of dude than I'm going to wait and bide my my ch- bide my time and, and for an opportunity to strike. Like he's just not that dude. Yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty rough characterization here, and he, he carries the the twins outside, um, where uh, the, there's like monster people on flying horses that carry uh, uh, jousting sticks like lances and stuff. So it is it is really doing that knights medieval thing, but it's mixed with technology and animals. It is just a real like whatever you know Chris Claremont happened to be into that day. Uh, kind of thing. I hate. I, I hate the. I hate the design of all of this. I hate the way yeah. it looks. I don't it's, like. It's real I don't bad. like the idea behind this. Like, why do you have I, joust? You're you're super, apparently superior animal man hybrids. <laughs> like, why do you need a joust? <laughs> Which we yeah, haven't. That's used how you tell you're superior. Is how good they are at jousting. <laughs> the um, and I, I keep pitting this on Chris Claremont. And actually, the more I think about it, it's probably like Roy Thomas or something. It's probably a weird '70s Avengers writer. Who is probably responsible for this shit? Because this even feels weirder than than Chris Claremont stuff. Yeah, you know? I could be with you on that. This this definitely yeah. feels like what is going on in this comic book. Nobody is actually reading this stuff before it goes to print. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do not do not know. So like, do the the thing. There's a fight. Wanda gets knocked out of the sky, uh, lands on a flying horse, uh, saves Quicksilver, and now we actually have our kind of big climactic fight, which looks pretty good from an animation perspective. Um, these these episodes, as we get closer and closer to the end of the series, these episodes start having some major problems with the art. Uh, everybody's oh, faces yeah. look real bad almost all the time. Um, but like this, actually looks good. Like this, it, every everything is just kind of like well animated for once. <laughs> like I don't have any complaints about it. And then uh, and then yeah, Wolverine shows up <laughs> in full like wolfed out <laughs> mode and just like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, they just—it's just a big fight, and Wolverine is just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. What? Why would you make this? This is a terrible thing to make. 
I don't know. You get a note here, and again, I didn't watch it again to remind me. So remind everybody, remind myself. So so, forgive me. But um, it, you know, the note here says he has a throws out of his chair. I'm pretty sure he knocks Charles Xavier out of his chair. I think that's what I meant to say. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think he just like dumps. If I remember, he like picks up and just kind of like shakes him out, like he's getting the <laughs> the, the receipts at the bottom of a recycling bin uh, to fall out. Like he's, um, he's going so, for all of Xavier's quarters. <laughs> every every um every like evolution themed villain in the X Men uh, just wants to make monsters. Like, there's no science at all. It's just experimenting with, like, what if we just cross this DNA with this DNA and create this? You know, like, they're all, none of them seem scientific or, like, they have a real end. Yeah, it's not even, like, I want to create the most perfect woman or anything like that. Or I want to create Mm -hmm. the most perfect man. It's just, I want to see what happens when I touch these Mm -hmm. things together. (laughs) Like, let's see if it's, let's see if it catches on fire or ends the world. And, and like, this is not the, we also had the Savage Land mutates, which Magneto created somehow. You know, and that never comes up in this. Like, you know, he should be like, I've, I've dabbled in your in the art of making monsters myself. You know, <laughs> yeah, your work is is much much inferior to mine. Let me bring you down to Australia yeah. sometime. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take you down to the Savage Land, and that would be great. Like, stick high evolutionary there, and just kind of quarantine all the shit on that island, uh, and and never never show it to me again. I'm also upset um, because this ends in the most anticlimactic fashion ever, right? Like, I, they, I barely even remember. Yeah, so the high evolutionary like retreats into his temple thing, fortress thing on the top of the mountain, and uh, Quicksilver and Magneto try to get in, and they get like knocked back by a force field, and then this motherfucker, the whole fortress just turns into like a spaceship. All of the knights of whatever the fuck just get teleported back on the ship, and the dude jets, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> the villain runs away. <laughs> Uh, you'll, you'll be seeing my adventures once a week as I continue to <laughs> fight the X-Men. Yeah. Catch um, me next week in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep doing a tour of Saturday morning. Um, yeah, this is, and at this point, uh, Magneto, the, the, the emotional core of this, the idea is that Magneto and Quicksilver have like teamed up. Like they've recognized like that they're, they're fathers. Um, it, you know, or that their family, it doesn't really work, but that's the, the idea. And Magneto is like, Hey, you know, I didn't know that you were my kids. Uh, now that I do, like, let's, you know, let's spend some time together. And Quicksilver's like, no, you're still a super villain. Um, and that's, that's really kind of how the episode ends. Magneto uh, points kind of at the bummer. asteroid M in the sky and says, that's where I make my kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine. I'll make more. Um, come on, Boba. <laughs> to me, my Bobas. I should, make, I should make a new Quicksilver. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and this so, is this so is basically yeah. it. Like, uh, Beast does some some bullshit like quotes from some something or another that I've got in here that I'll probably just cut in if the audio clip is funny enough. Mm. Uh, Quote Isaac Watts: Time, like an ever rolling stream, bears all its sons away. They fly forgotten as a dream dies at the opening of day. Um, and then that's it. Magneto just leaves. They don't even. Like Magneto is a criminal. Like, do you remember when he like <laughs> stole like just a ton of shit and like almost a bunch almost of nukes and yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah, and attached Congress and, and all these things. I remember the the Magneto that had the spark for sure. <laughs> Young Magneto. Uh, oh my god. Um, yeah, pr- pretty uh, pretty rough stuff. That you know, I guess like the the best will in the world, like. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are tangentially related to the X-Men. Doing an episode that focuses on them makes sense. Mm-hmm. Doing an episode that focuses on their like relationship to Magneto makes sense. It's just a shame that that's so ridiculous. 
You and know. it's a shame that it's 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 just got so much cow fucking in it. Like we didn't really talk about it, but th- 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 what we talked <laughs> about was of- probably ten minutes. The rest of it is yeah. just cow a cow person fucking. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cum shots. It's <laughs> it's an extremely weird choice <laughs> for them. Like they have to pat it out somewhere. If it's not a time travel episode, and they can't, you know, just hit show things again. They just show stock footage of men having sex with cows in black and white, and just pass it off as Magneto. Sure, yeah, <clears throat> just put a wig on him. Make his hair white. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a man. That was a terrible episode. And uh, yeah. the the next one is is like you so said. I one, guess mediocre is probably the best you could say about it. Yeah, this this one. So this is uh, we're going to the next episode here. The Lotus and the Steel. Um, finding himself continually losing control, Wolverine takes a sabbatical to Japan in an effort to find inner peace in temple building. Instead, he faces a village under siege by a group of bandits and struggles to help them without compromising his search for his true nature. Um, so this feels like another one of those. Like this is probably based on some old western. You know, this is like probably like Shane or something like the movie uh, where this guy comes into town and finds out that there's these, you know, gang, you know, gang members like ravaging this village. I feel like that's probably what happened maybe in Seven Samurai, something like that. But this ends up being like way, way sillier. <laughs> yeah, because it's Which the will... X-Men and the yeah. X-Men can't do anything just halfway. They got to they got to yank the knobs off of it and take it to 11. Indeed. Uh, it's it's so ridiculous. Uh, we start. I do like the way it starts out, which is Xavier oh, me too. Interviewing Logan yeah. because if you remember the last episode that we recorded, uh, Proteus really fucked Wolverine up. Like Wolverine was basically turned inside out, like mentally and physically by Proteus, uh, and was real shaken at the end of that that episode and kind of yeah. in awe of Professor Xavier. Uh, but yeah now he's still kind of fucked up about it and Xavier's trying to interview him to try to figure out what it is. Yeah, so he's doing therapy with him, which is the, like, uh, ostensibly the reason why Logan's here. Like, Wolverine, you know, uh, Professor Xavier's supposed to be helping him kind of control himself and he's been slipping. Um, we get a lot of flashbacks of just kind of general trauma uh, with, with Wolverine. So, like, the previous encounter, which has happened, um, his Weapon X stuff, um, Sabretooth, um, you know, his things with uh, Maverick, uh, his his issue with Jean Grey. Um, and he's saying, like, it's it's not, you know, those things. Um, you know, it's it's the fact that, you know, I found this uh, this family. I found the X-Men. They gave me a reason not to act like an animal, but I'm, I'm losing it. Like, that reason's not there anymore. And he's, like, flashing back to, like, he was uh, riding around with Jubilee, and they are just kind of joyriding, you know hanging out and uh, some kid cut him off and he's like, yeah, I almost killed this kid, you know? And then uh, Jubilee tried to step in and I almost killed Jubilee. Like he's, he's losing it. He's going into berserker mode. Um, and again, like I'm always here for consequences, right? Like mm-hmm. he got torn in half a bunch of times by Proteus. It fucked him up. And now we have to deal with fallout from that, which is a good storytelling thing. Like, I think that's good. Yeah. This, this is all, this is all really, not really good. I think I having Wolverine, um, cause I would imagine, Wolverine is a, is a very fragile creature on the inside. Like the way that he's built up these mental blocks with Xavier's help over the years to try to like help him contain and get a handle on his crazy ass memories for, for his like 400 years he's been on earth or whatever. Uh, I know it's not that long, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, mm-hmm. you would think that him being turned inside out would actually have this effect where he would start losing control. His, <clears throat> he would, he would not be able to control his anger. Like he would, like he was up to this point. So, um, especially when it comes out against Jubilee, where he's he's worried about hurting Jubilee, and uh, 
at, at, for, at the very least yelling at her, which he pretty much does constantly throughout this episode every time she shows up. Uh, so yeah, he, yeah. He, he decides he's going to jet back to Japan where there's an old sensei or something. I don't, I, I don't really understand hey. the relationship, but sure, we're, we'll go with it. Any anything that like whenever Wolverine's going back to Japan, you know, like we just know it's going to be he's going to go meet an ex girlfriend or something that has something going on. That doesn't happen here, but that that's why it makes sense. It feels like okay, he's going to go back and deal with, um, you know, another girl that maybe either her father is a crime lord or got turned into a death strike or something like that. We're not sure. Yeah. Um, really, though, he's going back to uh, Japan because he wants to go do labor. Um, he essentially does these sabbatical, sabbaticals in order to go, like, carry gigantic cords of wood for, for villagers. Um, if you recall the uh, the Inuit village, uh, that is what he likes to do. He does. He he was catching a lot of fish. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, he got I, all those fish. He was building all this temple. Like he he just kind of comes in as a one man workforce for these places. I'm just remembering the time at the with the Inuit people where he's he gets bounced up and down so much, <laughs> and he's just like yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the couple, like I would love to do a. Um, a supercut of just like Wolverine in absolute ecstasy. The, the times it happens in this show, you know, like where it's like him, like just smiling, looking at morph doing impersonations or him on the bouncing on the thing. Like he's a very simple man. He, he um, really is. Yeah. And it's, I, and it's, and it's good. It's good for him. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. He, uh, that he likes his, his thing. Before so. we get to Japan though, we have this weird scene where he's uh, looking in the mirror as he's packing and nightcrawler is talking to him and telling him that hey, you need to do what you got to do, bub or, or whatever. And then he says something about religion, like he says yeah. something about faith. Yeah. And uh, Nightcrawler then turns into Sabretooth, which infuriates Wolverine. So he smashes the beer, and I'm like, dude, how many, yeah. how much stuff do you break in a given day? <laughs> what is? I don't. That's why. That's why he only gets a motorcycle in payment <laughs> because he takes half of it in repairs and half of it in vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, really it's extremely extremely silly. Yeah. Um and then Wolver- Jubilee shows up and she's just like, "Hey, what's happened?" You know, Jubilee does not uh is not traumatized by almost being killed somehow. Um doesn't even seem to remember it. And uh you know, Wolverine kind of yells at her. It's very similar to like, uh, you know, "Go on, you know, get." Like, I, you know, I don't need mm-hmm. you. You're I'm going to hurt you. Get. Go, boy. Go. Go. Run, Lassie. Um that kind of thing. What do you think happened at the end of Lassie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just have a really dark it. version of this? You had Twilight yeah. Zone last year or something? I've been reading the books. Um, <laughs> the books go into dark the, places, don't they? The, 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 the LEU. Um, and oh, in the God. LEU, they, they, they talk about kind of that, that dark ending. Um, yeah, I was. Th- what was I thinking of? Like Old Yeller? Old Yeller. Something where like, yeah. well, you know, mm-hmm. a, a kid tells a, a, an animal to run away. Uh, the Game of Thrones. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Never ending story. Does that right? Uh, oh, with the horse. With the horse. The drones. No. He no, just kind of drones his horse. Doesn't he make Falcor leave at some point? Maybe. Maybe. But Falcor's not going to leave. Like, Falcor knows what's up. I don't know. There's a. the Anywho, I, I don't remember. But everybody, I think I feel like people know the trope. He's treating, well, you know, Jubilee like a dog and trying to get her to leave. Sure. Uh, yeah. And she's just very, very loyal. Um,. So uh, he leaves without her, um, and the 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 the, uh, the music, the you know uh, Easter Eastern music that came with uh, Garage Band to teach you how to mix um, <laughs> plays as he arrives at um, 
like an ancient village, essentially. Yep. Like he not only traveled across the country or traveled across the world, but also seemingly across time um, as and he it, goes to ancient Japan. And this is that good, good work montage where we see him like rebuilding mm. stuff and, you know, putting in bricks, <laughs> lifting up logs. Yes. <laughs> like he just, Wolverine loves to do some fucking physical labor, man. That is what he is into. Yeah. It makes it, it's, you know, and I, I sometimes if I'm stressed out, like, uh, like doing some labor cleaning or something like that will feel good. Mm hmm. Um, I get it. No, the uh, the village elder, not the village elder. Excuse me. The um, his sensei, the master, I think is what they call him. Uh, brings him down to the village for a feast, and like everyone's just kind of staring at him, like, "Who the fuck are you?" And Wolverine <laughs> asks the master, "They don't seem too friendly." What did I step on a duck? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, so you know what the, what stepping on a duck is, right? A, it's like no. an old old timey term for farting. Is it really? I've never yeah, heard that in my life. Like it makes that like. <laughs> <laughs> kind of quack. I'm pretty sure that stepping on a duck means farting. So Wolverine is so asking if he farted lie. so bad the entire village hated him. <laughs> is that? Yeah, it is. Uh, um, so Rondi Dangerfield uh, says, like, you know, did somebody step on a duck? Uh, it's in Caddyshack. Um, is when it pops up. But yeah, the sound of a, of a, of a particular. Here's the the Urban Dictionary thing. Oh, the good. sound of a particular <laughs> fart caused by overly compressed butt cheeks. Um, this will occur due to the person attempting to slip out a silent squeaker so as not to draw attention to itself. Odds are a, a quack like sound will result from this expulsion. There will always be at least one person who will notice and call you out immediately. Uh, and the example is, wow, dude, did you step on a duck? Nice one. So, <laughs> so thanks. Uh, and that, that was written by Jersey quacker. Uh, <laughs> who does all the duck related or- Urban dictionary <laughs> things apparently. What a uh, and lives in New seven. Jersey. Don't don't forget about that. <laughs> yeah, he's got two things. Um, but yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine comes to this village, and when everyone doesn't immediately love him, he's like, "What did I fart? Like, don't you understand? I come to I come to other cultures to do their chores. Like, what don't you get? Uh, so it is uh, it is extremely and and just you know that making its way in there. But I love it when Wolverine uses a uh, old timey slang. Absolutely, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize makes so much that, sense. I didn't realize that was old timey slang. So this is just an absolute delight yeah. for me. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me think that he has no. cleared out a whole village before with, with my stepping on a we, duck. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't dealt with Wolverine's farts or before in this episode, but like, <laughs> you know, that's gotta that's gotta be a thing, right? Like everybody lives together, everybody's hanging out in that that room, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine, I bet you, doesn't have like the healthiest diet. I imagine it's all like entirely raw red meat. He's never had uh, to. He's never had to go to a doctor before. Of course, he's just eating the most terrible shit in the world, and he's just keeping those abs right. Like that's that's yeah. exactly what he's doing. A healing uh, factor means that you can eat whatever you want, I imagine, but it also doesn't mean that you're not going to have like really really terrible gas. So I imagine out of everybody in the the mansion, the the person who's who's dropping the most you know most foul foul air is probably Wolverine. Surprisingly, though, it's Jubilee. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Like, just like, oh my god! Like, Wolverine stepped on a duck. I almost killed her. Got to help me, Chuck. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Wolverine meets the village elder along with the village elder's daughter. Uh, yes, who's, who's very immediate love interest for uh, yeah. this twenty minute cartoon, <laughs> and never again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think her name is Kasara. I never found out who the who her brother is, uh, but her brother is kind of a 
like squeals up on a motorcycle and is like, "We got to do something about." The, you know, starts yelling at him, and Wolverine kind of. It is so similar to the 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 Inuit Village episode. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's like the one hot shot. You know, he's <laughs> like, um, it's like, and Wolverine is just like, oh, "I've been here before." It feels like you know. Um, uh, so Wolverine is like about to step in and try to get involved, and then realizes like, "No, no, I'm, I'm here. This is not in my business. I need to just focus on yeah. me for a while." And so get, decides to go in the wood and like woods and cuts down some trees using his claws, which is just funny to me for some reason. But yeah, I love it. That's not the best part because when he chops down this tree, Silver Samurai just shows up, <laughs> just out yeah, of nowhere. Silver Samurai <laughs> apparates into into the world. He like teleports in like a like a ghost. Pretty, pretty ridiculous, you know. And, and Silver Samurai, you know, who are you? They do this thing. <laughs> Timber, that mutant. What are you doing here? The name's Logan, and I'm cutting trees. It's like my name's Logan, and I'm cutting trees. <laughs> um, <laughs> extremely good, uh, and they, they kind of like saber rattle a little bit. Yeah, um, at each other, and somewhere in here, uh, Jubilee shows up. Uh, oh no, we're, we're not we're not quite there yet. Uh, oh wait, wait, yeah, I'm sorry. We see Jubilee yeah, it, flying to ha- having stolen a plane and flying to her. Yeah, to, to over yeah. So just just so we know that that she's on her way because we're mm-hmm. still dealing with Silver Samurai stuff here. Because uh, like a gang of like fifties motorcycle toughs that that Silver Samurai owns uh, shows up at the village. <laughs> And like Silver Samurai runs like this gang of uh, uh, like West Side Story esque gang, you know, like fifties gang members. I always thought that uh, dudes that went around in like a crotch rocket motorcycle gang were like cool mm-hmm. dudes, but mm-hmm. now that I know that they look up to dudes that look like Silver Surfer, I don't think any of them are cool. <laughs> so, I think we probably said Silver Surfer like a thousand times. When oh my god, Silver, Silver Samurai! Samurai. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. I, I think I'm sure I've done it as well. Um, it's because we really want it to be good. The Silver Surfer episode, <laughs> just give yeah. us one. It would make as much sense, like you know, it did. Like Silver Samurai having this, like, does not really make sense uh, in the in this episode and running this gang and being like he's like the honorable choice, which is pretty strange. Like he's an honorable like magic samurai ghost who runs a fifties motorcycle gang and who's just basically Uh, running a protection racket on this entire village and like forcing them to pay tribute so that he doesn't like trash the place. And, uh, yeah, they show up and kind of the, the gang shows up without silver samurai and, um, like starts hassling the elder for, for this money when the brother steps in, but silver samurai steps in and was like, no, 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 we're not going to hurt this kid. We're not going to, you know, endanger them. We're just going to burn down most of the village. (laughs) Yeah, he said. He says you'll give us double the money tomorrow. Oh like, yeah, and also we do, so you owe us twice as much. <laughs> yeah, in in one day. So and so it burns down the temple to show him a lesson because he's like a classic, like he's like a gangster. You know, he, I, I don't did not know that he was a like a yakuza figure, but kind of weird. So Wolverine uh, saves the master, like mm-hmm. runs into the burning temple uh, in order to save him. There. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just calling out what the, the good animation when it's there, like this weird red screen effect that they have, and while he goes into the burning building, is actually it's really, really like it works. Like it makes me feel like everybody is on fire in there. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Pretty, pretty intense. And so this girl, like his 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 uh, single serving girlfriend, he has for this episode is like, hey, you need you need to help us, and he's just saying like, no, I'm not. That's not me anymore. I came here to do chores. I didn't come here to fight fifties uh, gangsters. 
Yeah, she tracks him down at the beach where he's just being morose. <laughs> like, when yeah. Wolverine wants to be alone, he just goes to the edge of whatever whatever land that he is on to go stare out of it. It really cracks me yeah. up. Uh, this is where Jubilee shows up in town and starts, like, looking actively looking for Wolverine and doing that really, really dumb, like, oh, you can't understand English? Well, let me yell it at you at a louder volume so you can understand it. <laughs> Wolverine! Mm. Which, is, which is not great. Um... And then we go to Silver Samurai, who's basically like running down his protection racket gang on these. Like he's like he's like teaching like young mafia kids how to how to do crime. <laughs> it's really yeah. bizarre. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't really really get it uh, as, as a thing. It is it is uh, it is extremely silly, but not as silly um, as our next montage because the the brother who again I don't remember his name, but the brother who wants to fight back and not just pay this tribute. Uh, convinces, kind of taunts Wolverine into helping them, and then also convinces a lot of the villagers to to help them. And then we see them doing, like, just the craziest shit. Like, they're chopping up logs, they've got air balloons, they're making a dam of a river. <laughs> like, I, I think that the idea is they're, like, making traps or what have you. Yeah. Or and, rebuilding. They're um, definitely making traps, because these are all traps that they're about to use, but they made a dam in, like, four hours. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have logs floating on balloons. <laughs> you didn't think the the, um, the 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 traps that they make uh, definitely don't. I mean, I wonder if those are things that like they actually did in ancient Japan. Not that that excuses this show that takes place in 1995, mind you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I wonder if like the log on a balloon is a thing. Uh, I don't, I don't know, even I don't know how to Google that without getting into some weird pornography. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> um. I, I have uh, I have no idea. So Wolverine helps him do that, but he's unsure whether to help them uh, in the fight. And the master says, "Like, hey, you have to look at yourself through new eyes," which is the same thing Nightcrawler said hmm. uh, or in the mirror. So that's the uh, the goofiness thing. And uh, at that night, he does another flashback to his origin story to Weapon X uh, stuff, um, which we've seen. You got in the notes as the twenty seventh time we've seen this, and it, it happens all the time in this cartoon. Um, pretty boring but essentially like the lesson here is that like he's good at violence and he should do it i guess like because uh, he, he realizes like oh you know that's my origin that's what i'm made for like i do need to protect these people um so if, if there's anything to arc to this that's what it is it's like wolverine is good at protecting people it doesn't matter that he has to murder people and it it fires up his berserker rage he should still do it um pretty weird Again, I'm kind of into the idea of a therapy ray at this point. Like, it, it would just help Wolverine <laughs> out. Go to Moira's place, let her shock you for like 10 hours, and then you'll feel fine afterwards. <laughs> um, so, at this point, our, our bad motorcycle gang sh- shows up. Um, and then it's just, it's this is like Home Alone 5 Asia mm-hmm. edition. Where, <laughs> like, they, they get knocked over by like some swinging logs that they've set up. Um, they've they've dug a hole. The villagers have dug a hole and some of them fall into it. And some kids drop a bunch of fish on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the fish are on cameo from Alaska or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're, they're really, they're really pranking, pranking these gangsters. They, uh, um, the, some of the gang gets to the village and gets flooded but when they op- break open this dam and then all of the villagers point and laugh at them because now they're wet and I guess ineffectual when wet. <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it is very, like, prank-like what they're doing. It's so strange. <laughs> like, like, we'll, we'll turn, you know, the, the damp boys are at it again. Um, 
and Jubilee shows up and she's she's dunking on them too. So like this whole thing that we have to accept that Silver Silver Samurai is like this uh I want a crime lord is too too strong a word, but like this, you know, organized crime guy, but he's terrible at it. <laughs> and like his gang his gang are only able to terrorize this village. They don't even need Wolverine or Jubilee, it's just like, oh, they won't fight back. Um, you know, I guess that, that's the, the the message you're trying to send about bullies, but like, they could not be more uh, incompetent uh, here. So as the gang is uh, is losing, um, the uh, Silver Samurai shows up to fight Wolverine, and Silver Sh- Samurai, at this point, just teleports. Um, that That is his power. Okay. Um, <laughs> right? And like, the yeah. fight, I remember there being a thing where like, uh, he just says like, well, I'll try that to give that to your, you know, to your own size and like runs behind silver samurai or let silver samurai teleport in front of him and attacks him from behind. Yeah. He um, kind of does a like, very a, short... like, like a flip thing where like he's, he knows he's going to be teleporting behind him. So he d- does a bat flip and then he's behind yeah. the silver samurai or, or whatever. So yeah. And, and attacks silver samurai, which causes silver samurai to stop and leave <laughs> again. The theme with these two episodes of villains getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> and deciding they just don't want to deal with the X-Men anymore. Well, in this one, it's, it's especially special because, like, after these two dudes with giant swords and, like, knives don't cut each other at all, but just kind of beat each other down, uh, Silver Samurai is, is, is on the ground, and, like, all of the villagers just make fun of him. Like, oh, God, we used to be afraid of you, and now you suck. And then he just, <laughs> just like, hunches his shoulders and walks out of town. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> maybe, maybe the next time you run into Magneto, you could just tell him he has a tiny dick and see if he just turns around and leaves <laughs> i heard that dude fucks cows <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, very well uh, just turned around uh and then yeah that's yeah. this is this is pretty much it i do what we, we missed the part where the uh the brother throws like a spear at one of the motorcycle guys and it causes the guy to fall ass over tea kettle into a into like a pig pen full of mud and then the pig comes over and kisses him <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I don't Again, know why that goofs. amuses me. Yeah, just so full, just a lot of goofs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, Wolverine says, "You know what? I guess I'm here to uh, to protect people. I'm not here to do chores, so I gotta yep. go." Uh, and then Wolverine kind of talks to him on his way back to the mansion, and the episode just kind of ends. Yeah, Jubilee uh, just there. does not shut up. Like, did you see that girl? She think I think she kind of likes you. Blah 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 blah. Does, does he kiss her? I think he does. He kiss the no the not, pocket not at all. serving mm-hmm. girlfriend. I can't remember. Um, there's definitely some kind of like weird attraction there, though. And like Wolverine is like 120, and she's all of 20, so it's pretty fucked up. I mean, um, like at a certain point, like who's who's in Wolverine's dating pool? Like I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like other immortals, Bova, you know. Oh God, yeah, cows do live an exceptionally long time, right? Maybe that's well, she, if Bova, Bova doesn't look like she's. Bova is at least like forty years older when we see her than she was when she uh, was the midwife. For uh, also midwives, uh, nurse, right? So is that the implication that like well, is she a midwife because no, she's no, got no. like eight cow nipples and uh, wet nurse would be the the, the actual nurse. oh the, thank uh, you the, the midwife <laughs> the uh... it's, like, it's like a like a a doula like she was just like a you know like a coach yeah yeah like if you watch you know? um that call the midwife show on BBC like that's what that's all about where those people like when they first got nationalized healthcare like we're going into people's homes and helping them have babies because like if you just try to have a baby at your house in your filthy home like it's not going to go very well so. yeah yeah that makes sense um yeah it's it's extremely weird that like no lessons were learned and everything just gets reset 
Yeah, this so. is this is very bad. And Wolverine just goes home. I don't know. I know I've watched the next five episodes, and we haven't dealt with Wolverine being weird, like weirder than normal. So I guess this worked. I guess going here and getting into this stupid fight is the thing that he really needed to to help himself. I I don't know. I don't I don't feel like I understand like the lesson that this is trying to teach me like whatsoever. <laughs> don't fight bullies, um, except do do definitely fight bullies. Yeah, except do fight bullies, but fight them in like a, a non fight them in a goofy charming matter if they're just teens yeah you know like the fact that everything here is teens like the love interest the antagonist like really puts you know i know wolverine just coming through as this 120 year old man like just beating the shit out of these teens like (laughs) it's a little weird and rigging up complicated hot air balloon systems full of logs to drop Uh, a log yeah log pranks um <laughs> yeah, what, what, a, what a dumb couple episodes of this cartoon. Yeah, this um, is this is like this is in our lowest point because I don't think that they were necessarily like there, there is still like funny stuff to laugh at. Like again, that oh yeah, the whole the whole montage scene of them trying to build a bunch of Home Alone traps for the motorcycle gang—it's just the, too funny. The, uh, the real the real low point is um, those two episodes with uh, Lady Deathstrike in the sewer. Oh yeah the, yeah, the prequels to the the Phoenix Saga stuff. I think that's as bad as the show has gotten. Um, the, these are not that bad, but they are not good either. <laughs> um, yeah, there's funny stuff. Like I'm glad that we we talked about them, but Jesus Christ, um, you, you gotta you gotta chill this shit out. <laughs> you do, yeah, you yeah. really do. Um, um, luckily, our next episode of the podcast podcast we have one great episode, which is going to be uh, "Have Yourself a More Like Little Christmas." Uh, yeah, and we're and we're just covering that. That's the Christmas special because there's yeah. so much to talk about. Um. We we have. Uh, I was bemoaning the lack of like a script for it, and Jeremy found like kind of a script, but it doesn't say who's saying anything. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, a list of everyone's lines without it's just a list of all the what. lines. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, so, so I think it's going to be a fun game. Like, I want to throw these at you and see if you can guess who said it. <laughs> I'm not going to oh, know. I love if it. Right. That, that is fun. <laughs> I want to memorize this uh, this thing as a monologue so I can apply for high school forensics uh, <laughs> team. Because <laughs> like I'll be doing the monologue from uh, X Men the animated series season four episode 12 have yourself a more like a little christmas that's a real michael scott move right there <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be incredible like i need to memorize this this thing it's very long but like can you imagine if i could just recite this episode from memory like, <laughs> just, <laughs> gary, Letterman, but... gary there's only so much time that you have left in the world <laughs> do something better yeah <laughs> um oh man well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, the most direct way that you can do that is by going to patreon.com slash TV and pledging a couple of bucks a month. You get lots of cool rewards, and it mm-hmm. helps us build a network and do more shows. Uh, this show wouldn't have existed without some, some kind people donating to the Patreon and getting it funded, um, which, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing. So thank you for yeah. that. And, um, yeah, that's that's a cool place a cool place to be in general. I think so as well. Um in addition, uh, you can rate and review the show. You can tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very useful. Um, we have, uh, at the time, what time does this episode come out? Do you know, Jeremy, um, what day this will I come out? Do give me one second. Da, 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 da. This will come out on December 2nd. Excellent. Um, at the time this comes out, it is, uh, especially on early race, you have plenty of time. Um, it is about a week or so before our uh, duck stream uh, that we're doing, which is uh, on uh december 8th through uh december 10th um this year so our, our charity live stream for the transactive gender center um during which and i think early on friday just so uh, you don't have to stay up too late jeremy i think we might kick off uh, with a little bit of multiplayer and then do a live episode of the show 
Um, so my plan is uh, to do one of the movies, I think, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll talk about it. We'll just kind of do that live. And then uh, I'm going to have uh, whatever voice samples you do. And then I'm going to show the, the intro song process uh, as well during that live stream for oh. a half hour or so. That'll be super cool. Just cause yeah, some people have expressed interest in, in how that works. Um, there's not other thing, a secret to it, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Um, among other things, I, I did the programming kind of made a schedule last night and we had 24 hours of uh, pretty, pretty cool, uh, stuff, uh, in the Portland wing for nice. sure. So, and then Cole's going to play fucking clock tower or something. So <laughs> whatever he does. <laughs> hey, at least, uh, at least you guys are like Twitch partners now, so you can get like, uh, bits thrown at you or whatever the fuck Twitch is doing I, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> you, you, like ding dongs are now floof knobs. You know? <laughs> it's, 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 it's the internet. Um, I, I don't know what it is. And I was just kidding about, about Cole's survival horror uh, stream during duck stream. Like I, that, I, that I like that people like that. And I like that. And I would watch it if I hadn't just stayed up 24 hours beforehand. Sure. Um, so the, uh, I was just teasing. Um, but we do have a lot of stuff planned. I'm sure Cole has a lot of stuff planned and we'll have, uh, probably similar to last time, um, some kind of, uh, community as somebody will probably do a, a Cole relief NAFP shift, um, yeah. as well. So all those details are forthcoming. Uh, Cole and I have it on the docket to talk about it tomorrow. So last year um, was, uh, me and Allison and, uh, for my like mm-hmm. two hour shift, I played my A team in darkest dungeon and oh, yeah. got to the siren and completely wiped and that ended the stream. Uh, <laughs> and I literally did brutal, not brutal. play Darkest Dungeon again until it came out on iPad because I was so <laughs> sick about it. <laughs> uh, such a bummer. Um, look forward to such bummers uh, and and highs and lows and all kinds of goofy things. So we are uh, we're figuring it all out. Um, but uh, that, that information will be on social media and we'd love it if you tuned in on December 8th and told people about it. Signal boosted. Um, I think that's probably about it. Yeah. Go to daysoffuturecast.com uh, to get a schedule of all the shows and to, or all of the episodes and to try to, if you're watching along, um, go to DOFC podcast on Twitter. If you want to talk to us on Twitter about the X-Men, some people have been doing that and it's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at JG Greer on Twitter. If you want to come talk to me directly. Yeah. And I'm uh, Gary Bud, G-A-R-Y-B-U-H. And we'll be back in two weeks with the Christmas episode. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs>